Hallelujah. We praise and magnify your name. We thank you and bless your name, oh God, for there is none like you. We honor you, God. We exalt you. We magnify you. You are our everything, God. We thank you, Father God, for coming into this place. We invite you into this time of prayer. We invite you, oh God, in this time of worship. We invite you into the time where your word is going to be shared, God, not just on the airways right now this morning, God, but every house that is represented on this line, God. Hallelujah. We praise your name, God. Have your way. Welcome, Holy Spirit. Fall in this place, O oh God. Anoint us with a fresh anointing, Father God. Give us ears to hear, eyes to see, and hearts to receive what you are going to do in the mighty and matchless name of Jesus. Lord, take our thoughts off of what is going to go on today in our lives and let us think on you in Jesus' name. Take our thoughts away from what did not happen yesterday, God, and put our thoughts on being more pleasing to you right now, God. Take our thoughts away from the hurt and pain that someone else is going through, God, going through, God, and let us focus on the joy of you, the joy of our salvation, the love that you have for us, God. Take our thoughts on the negativity, away from the negativity that's going on in the world, God, and let us think on things that are pure and just and of any virtue and of any praise, God. Let us think on these things, God. Help us to set our affections on things above, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, Father God. Praise your name, God, that whatever heaviness and weight we feel, we lay it aside in Jesus' name. And we run the race with patience that you set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith in Jesus' name. We thank you and praise you, O oh God, that you are the rock of our salvation. Your joy is our strength, and we have your peace that passes all understanding. God, we thank you and praise you right now, God, for another chance to ask you to forgive us of all sin, transgression, and iniquity, God. Clean us up on the inside. Purge us with, with hyssop that we may be clean in the mighty and matchless name of Jesus. What can wash away our sins? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can make us whole again? We thank you, God, for the blood of Jesus. We thank you, Father God that it never loses its power, God. We thank you, God, that in every situation the blood still works, God. We thank you, Father God, when all else around us is failing, all of us around us is crumbling, God. All else around us is looking like there is no end in sight, God, but the blood still works, God. We thank you for your word that is powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword. We thank you for your word being a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our pathway. We thank you, Lord, for your word being our weapon in Jesus' name. We glorify your name, oh God, for another opportunity to say we love you, Lord. We exalt your name to say how we appreciate you, Father. We thank you, God, that we can have another opportunity to say, Lord, 
Somebody needs your healing grace. Somebody needs your saving grace. Somebody needs to feel your mercy, Father God. Someone needs to feel your arms wrapped around them to know that you are still in the saving business, Father God, that you did not leave us out here alone to do things for ourselves, God, because you left your Holy Spirit in the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you, Father dedication and determination to stand on your word, to be like trees planted by the rivers of water that bring forth food in our season as you see fit, God. We thank you, Lord, that we can pray for that drug addict. We can pray for that alcoholic. We can pray for that prostitute, God. We can pray for the one that has them in prostitution, Father God. We can pray for the one that is supplying the drugs in Jesus' name and say, Lord, you know what they need to hear, God. Put someone in their pathway so that they can hear your word, God, so that they can understand it in Jesus' name, so that they can ask for forgiveness in the name of Jesus, so that they can say, Lord, what must I do to be saved in Jesus' name? We thank you, God, that we don't have to take the doctor's word for everything, God, because you are the great physician. And we can say, Lord, you are our healer. We thank you, God, that our medicine is laughter in Jesus' name. It heals from the inside in Jesus' name. We thank you, God, that you give us more opportunities to laugh in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Father God, for putting friends and loved ones in our life, God, and when we don't have them, you told us to show ourselves friendly in the name of Jesus. So thank you, God, that we know how to be a friend. And not just look for others to be our friends, Father God. We know how to be a confidant and not just look for someone to be a confidant in us, God. We know how to pray and not just spread all the the things that we hear all around, God. We keep some things to ourselves and lay it at your feet in Jesus' name. We thank you, oh God for putting us in a situation like Jabez, God, even though our names may be cursed, our past may be filled with sorrow and despair, God, but you gave us an opportunity to say, Lord, enlarge our territory, enlarge our coast, oh, God. Take away that shame and sorrow in the name of Jesus. Wipe away what has gone on in our family from our lives, God, so that it does not continue on into the generations to come in Jesus' name. We thank you, God, for our Damascus role experiences like Saul in Jesus' name. May you knock us off of our beasts and say how much longer. Will we go on doing the things against you, oh God? And then you accept our confession. You accept our repentance in Jesus' name. And then you change our name, God, so that we can go forth and do the work that you have called us to do, God. And we thank you, Father God, for the witnesses that you have placed around us like you did him to say that we are new creation in you in Jesus' name. We thank you and praise you, oh God, for making us whole, making us complete, making us one with you in Jesus' name. We thank you, oh God, 
that you did not leave us to do this on our own, but you strengthen us. You keep us in Jesus' name, and you put people in our lives to encourage us, God, and then you give us an opportunity to encourage them in Jesus' name. You put people in our lives that we can pray with and for in Jesus' name, and as Apostle has uh, um, instructed us to declare that we are our brother's keeper, God. Let us understand and realize that it's a uniform uh, terminology, God. We are our brother and sister's keeper, God. Whether we know who they are or not, God, it's our responsibility to pray. It's our responsibility to encourage. It's our responsibility to uplift them in you, God, as you lift us up in your holy and righteous name. We thank you for Jesus. Who is our solid rock? Who is the chief cornerstone in our lives, Father God? And the builders rejected him, God. But you, Lord, use that rejection to say if he be lifted up, he would draw all men unto him, God. And we thank you that we saw him being lifted up, God. We thank you, Lord. That even in the midst of our rejection and sin, you accepted us, God. We thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. We praise you right now, God. We say a special prayer for the one who's going to give us your word this morning. Fall fresh on them right now, Holy Spirit. Oh, anoint their lips in Jesus' name. Flow out of their belly like a river of living water. Flow through their household like a mighty rushing wind like you did on the day of Pentecost, God, so that they speak with new tongues in Jesus' name not just in their spiritual language, God, but in their earthly language, God, that they are not just the only ones who are edified, but we are too, God. We thank you and praise you right now for Apostle Brooks. We thank you for his family, God. We thank you for the vision that he has for Judah Sanctuary, God. We thank you for the vision that he has for this prayer line. We thank you for the words of prophecy that he speaks over us, God. We thank you for the teaching and clarity and understanding that he imparts to us in Jesus' name. We thank you for the study time that you allow each one of us to have, God, so that we can share your word the way that you you want to share, God, not tickling our ears, not saying to us what we think we want to hear, God, but what we need to hear to continue to be bold soldiers for you, God, standing on your word. Lord, we thank you for the word that convicts us when we're wrong. We thank you for the word that corrects us when we need to be disciplined in Jesus' name, that we don't just look for the good parts of it, God, but we accept even the corrective pieces of it in Jesus' name. We praise and magnify you, God, that for the increase of prayer warriors on this line, God, and not just during this time of prayer, but throughout Throughout the week, God, as you lay it on our hearts to pray, we will be obedient to do it in the name of Jesus. When we see situations going on around us, God, we won't just have a blinded eye to it, God, but we will say, Lord, have your way in Jesus' name. We won't be accepting of the things of this world any longer, God. 
So we will accept your word as truth and every man be a lie, Father God, as you see fit for us to in Jesus' name. We thank you and praise you, oh God. And as we pour out of ourselves, God, you fill us up to overflowing in the mighty and matchless name of Jesus. Lord, let us stop holding on to things that you said for us to get rid of in Jesus' name. We thank you, God, that you would have your way in every area of our lives, Lord Jesus. In our minds, in our hearts, in our walk, let it line up with your word in our talk in Jesus' name. Let us do all things to the glory of you without murmuring and disputing, without complaining, Father God. We thank you, Father God, for having your way in the mighty and matchless name of Jesus, for clothing us in your righteousness, for bridging the gap between us and the Father, Jesus. We thank you, O Lord. We praise you, O God, that our minds have been transformed by your word and we are not conformed to this world's way of doing things. We thank you that we study to show ourselves approved workmen that need us not to be ashamed, but we rightly divide your word of truth, O God. We thank you for making us more than conquerors through you who love us. We thank you for being given us everything we need, God, so that we can, uh, you be our strength, God, because without you, we can do nothing. But with you, all things are possible if we just believe. We thank you for dominion and authority, Father God. We thank you and praise you that this book of the law shall not depart out of our mouths, but we shall meditate on it day and night in Jesus' name. We love you, oh God. We exalt you. We praise you. We thank you again for all that you have done, are doing, and are going to do in, around, and through us. And let us not take any credit for ourselves, but let us glorify you in it all and say thank you, Jesus. In your son Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, God bless you, woman of God. God bless you. Praise the Lord. Hey, beloved, this is your Apostle Keith Brooks. Greetings in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. Hey, I am my brother's keeper because I know that we need one another to help carry the cross of Jesus Christ in this world. We need the strength of one another as well as the guidance of the power of the Holy Spirit of us along in this journey. On this morning, we have Minister Robin Perkins. Are you on the line? Yes. Minister Robin? All right. Yes, sir, I'm here. All right. Praise the Lord. I'd I'd like to go in prayer now. Father, thank you for this opportunity to come before your presence to say thank you once again. Thank you for life. Thank you for health. And thank you for strength. Thank you for moving in the lives of your people. God bless your people in every way and everything that they need. I bind everything that's not like you. I bind the nervousness that's in me. Help me to go forth in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Good morning, God, to Apostle Brooks, First Lady Brooks. I'm Minister Robin Perkins from Judah Sanctuary of Praise. 
1735 South University Boulevard, Middletown, Ohio, 45042. Am I my brother's keeper? Our topic this morning is salvation, and I want to come from Scripture, 2 Corinthians, chapter 1, verse 3 to 11. Of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and the God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our tribulations, that we may be able to comfort them which are in any trouble by the comfort wherein we ourselves are comforted of God. For as the sufferings of Christ abound in us, so our confirmation also abounded by Christ. And whether we be afflicted, it is for your consolation and salvation, which is effectual in the enduring of the same suffering, which we also suffer, or whether we be comforted, it is for your consolation and salvation. And our hope of you is steadfast, knowing that as you are partakers of the suffering, so shall you be also the consolation. For we would not, brethren, have the ignorance of our trouble, which came to us in Asia, that we were pressed out of measure, above strength, infamous that we despaired even of life. For we have the sentence of death in ourselves, that we should not trust in ourselves, but in God, which raises the dead. We delivered us from so great a death, and do deliver, in whom we trust, that he will yet deliver us. We also have been together by prayer for us, that for the gift bestowed upon us by the needs of many persons, thanks may be given by many on our behalf. Salvation is another gift from God. The Bible tells us that God has given salvation a power all its own. In Romans 1 and 16, it says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel, of Christ, for it is the power unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the household and also to the Greek. The word power here means dunamis, inherited power, the ability to produce itself. The Greek word for salvation is soteria, meaning saving, the power of salvation to the power to deliver from preservation, from destruction and judgment, as in the flood of Noah. God delivered Noah and his family and the animals in Hebrews 11 and 7. The power power to save from our enemies in Luke 1 and 71 and from all that hate. That dunamis power that saves from sin in Romans 10, 1, 9, and 10. The dunamis power that saves from slavery. In Acts 7 and 25, when Moses killed the Egyptian soldier, the endless power of salvation to his preservation of life and physical health in Acts 27 and 34, the endless power of salvation from physical infirmity in Acts 4 and 12 with verses 10 and Acts 3, 1 through 12, including verse 16. The dunamis power of salvation in general is deliverance from all kinds of sin, curse, curses, including death. 
In Romans 1 and 16, it tells us that salvation can not only be limited to redemption and forgiveness, that salvation incorporates a multitude of things. We see here that salvation, after we accept Christ into our life, has the power to bring about a change. God wants us to be encouraged this morning. He wants us to know no matter what we see, our current issue is, he is bigger than anything you find yourself dealing with or struggling with or at this present time being defeated with. In verses 3 and 4, chapter 1, it says that he is a God of all comfort who comforts us in all our tribulations, that we may be able to comfort them which are in any trouble by the comfort wherewith we ourselves are comforted by God. This comfort here he is talking about is a Greek word called parakleto, meaning to comfort the aid of one, or one who was called alongside. His counsel, one who comforts, consoles, encourages, one who urges, who appeals, who exhorts. So while this so while the dunamis of salvation is working out all of your situations, begging you a comforter to walk alongside of you, to encourage you, to let you know that he is better than anything you can face. Just rest and know he has the power to fix your every need. Like me, we always want to know why, why me. Why we must remember to reign with Christ is also also to suffer with Christ. And God gets the glory for your victory. You get a testimony to share with some someone else who is going through what you have already been through. So what I'm saying to the, it's those words, it sounds good, but where, where is my proof? 2 Corinthians 1, 3, and 11, because we as saints face a lot of tribulations and problems, trying to live a holy and a godly life, being upright with clean hands and in the presence of a holy God, whether it be finances, health, ministry, or all of the above, God will come through and victory is yours. The weapons may be formed, and it may even last a long while, or it may linger, but it will not prosper. I know some are saying, lady, please, come on, come on. Come on, sis. What is your proof? Doing this power of salvation will provide me with the Pleto, one who works alongside of me, as I face trouble. Of 2018, I was walking out of the train, hitting my head on a, on a two by four. The back of my head, and as I struggle to get up, I'm saying out loud to the Lord, Lord, what is this? So I got up and I drove myself to the ER. And at the ER, I had to have a CT scan. And they came back and they told me, well, it looks like you have some changes here from the last time you had a CT scan in 2006. 
So we're going to have to do an MRI. I said, okay. And when they came back with what the MRI showed, it said that I had a pea-sized tumor right at my temporal area. So I left the hospital, Middletown, Ohio, driving to Dayton. I wanted to be alone, and I began, I began to deal with, struggle with, and be depleted and defeated with what was going on in my life. So I called my because I don't have any sisters, and I have one brother that does his own thing. But God wants us to know before we start calling friends, we need to call on him because we can't a friend but just. But my sister told me she said, I said to her, to me, she said, I don't need baby, but I know you're going to be all right. And I said to her, I know I am. I began to I began to think about who am I? Who am I? I do not have to feel defeated and complete and depleted in what I was going through because to bring myself back to know that I am a child of the king. He bought bought and blood washed. I know that God died for my for my I know that he bore 13 times for my health and my healing. So I had to go in and put it in its right place. And that place is a place that I begin to feel like I am in a place of rest. I know that God began to send a little to me to let me know that he's my He he consoled me. So when I put things in this room, I close and he sends that comforter that he comes now in second and eleven. I had to put myself together and I knew that everything was going to be all right because I didn't struggle with it anymore. I wasn't treated by it anymore. It was still yes, it was still there. But I knew that who I served, I was going to be okay. So I, this time, the apostle was not in town. He was out of town. I believe that he was at school. But Sunday was coming. Now, I didn't know if he was going to be back at that time, but he always did come back. So when he came back, he laid hands on me. He cursed that thing at its root. And when he cursed that thing at its root, I just knew that I was healed. And within that six-month time, I went to the eye doctor because this type of tumor, you have to um, go in from your nose all the way up to your temple and pull it out that way. And it's a, it's a tumor that causes blindness, and it causes all kind of disfiguration in your face. But I knew that God was able, because he said it in his word, that his dunamis power of salvation has a healing in it. So as long as I rested in the paracleto, my comforter, I knew I was going to be okay. 
So I went on this journey of going to the doctor. At first I went to the eye doctor, and I had the best eye doctor in Dayton, they told me. And he was a surgeon. And he went and he checked my eyes and my peripheral vision because that's what they check to see. If your peripheral vision is gone, then your problem has started. But my peripheral vision was So I was standing at his um at the office trying to check out, and I heard him calling me, Robin, Robin. I said, yes. He said, do you have a neurosurgeon? I said, no, not yet. He said, I, would you like to go see my best friend? I said, yes, I'll go see him. He said, because he's the best in, in the world. So as I, I, he, he hooked me up and he gave me the referral to see his best friend in Cincinnati. I went to them, and it was at the University of Cincinnati Hospital where they had the oncology. And I looked around, and I saw all these people that were hurting and who looked like they had no hope. But I sat there because I knew that God was my hope. And when I went back and I saw the doctor and he said to me, my God, this has not grown any. It is not moving. It's not doing anything. And I said, yes, I know. I know. And he said, so since it's not doing anything, we'll just watch it. But I know that it's gone because the power that God has for us in salvation and in every part of our life, he has healed me. So I just come to tell you tonight, well, this morning, to be encouraged because whatever you're going through, God, with his dunamis power of salvation, lined up with that paracletal, that comforter, will take you through if you trust in him. The just shall live by faith. Amen. Well, God bless you, sister. God bless you. Listen, beloved, Paul was saying something very powerful when he said, but, but I am not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Listen, beloved, they would treat Paul like he was the scum of the earth. He was letting them know the good news uh, has power in it. And you're right, woman of God, salvation has the power of God. And that's what we all need. Hey, beloved, I am my brother's keeper. I want you to know that Jesus Christ loves you. And if you don't know him, just ask Jesus to come into your heart and save you, and he will save you from sin, death, hell, and the grave, and even shame and guilt. But you have to invite him in, and he will come and sup with you. Hey, beloved, this is your apostle Keith Brooks till Thursday morning. Tell a neighbor, friend, let's get up, get on the prayer line, and let's share God's word together. And we will be our brother's people. Till Thursday morning, God's willing, I'm out. God bless you. Have a blessed day.